0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, where hundreds of researchers make new discoveries inspired by the work of previous Dana-Farber scientists. Learn more about their momentum at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Windsor Johnston. A judge in New York has ordered former President Donald Trump to pay more than $350 million for years of lying about the value of his properties. NPR's Andrea Bernstein reports Trump himself
1: is on the hook for nearly all of that. In arriving at the staggering sum, Judge Arthur and Goran rejected every one of Trump's defenses, that it was his accountant's fault, or his employees, or it didn't matter because the banks were happy. And Goran said only Trump's intent to defraud applied. And he said there was ample evidence of that, from the testimony of Michael Cohen, who said Trump wanted him to reverse engineer values, to emails from Ivanka Trump that showed how the Trump family got loans way below market. The judge said in the period right before he ran for president the first time Trump's ill-gotten gains amounted to hundreds of millions of dollars. Trump's lawyers maintain he did nothing wrong and say they will appeal. Andrea Bernstein, NPR News, New York. The wife of Russian opposition
0: leader Alexei Navalny spoke at a security conference in Germany today. NPR's Rob Schmitz reports her speech came after the Kremlin announced that her husband had died in a Russian prison.
2: In an unscheduled appearance following an event featuring U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris, Yulia Navalnaya said she wanted Russian President Vladimir Putin and everyone around him to know that they will be punished for what they have done to Russia and to her family. She said they would be brought to justice and that this day would come soon. Through an interpreter, she then addressed world leaders in attendance.
0: We should come together, and we should fight against this evil. We should fight this horrific regime in Russia today.
2: U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with Navalny after she spoke to express his condolences. Rob Schmitz, NPR News, Berlin.
0: A former State Department employee and ambassador was formally charged in Miami today with being an agent of the Cuban government. NPR's Greg Allen reports Manuel Rocha pleaded not guilty to the charges.
3: The 73-year-old Rocha has been in federal detention since his arrest in December. Prosecutors say he was recruited by Cuba in the 1970s and acted as an illegal foreign agent throughout his two-decade career as a U.S. diplomat. In court, the handcuffed and bearded Rocha told the judge he understood the charges against him. His attorney said he was pleading not guilty and was requesting a jury trial set for March. Rocha's arraignment was postponed twice, suggesting his lawyer may be in discussions with the government about a possible plea agreement. Rocha's lawyer wouldn't comment on this that or on her client's transfer of the titles of four Miami condos to his wife in January, more than a month after his arrest. Greg Allen, NPR News, Miami.
0: At the close on Wall Street, the Dow was down 145 points. This is NPR. A Palestinian gunman shot two Israelis dead and wounded four more at a bus stop in southern Israel today. NPR's Greg Myrie reports Palestinians have carried out periodic attacks inside Israel since the current war began four months ago.
4: The Palestinian gunman drove a Mazda sedan to a bus stop where he got out of his car and opened fire near the southern coastal city of Ashdod, police said. A moment later, an armed Israeli civilian drove up and shot the attacker, killing him. The Palestinian was identified as a resident of East Jerusalem. The current Mideast war began when Hamas militants stormed into Israel on October seventh, followed by Israel's ongoing offensive in Gaza. Over the past four months, Palestinians have carried out several individual attacks inside Israel, and this shooting was among the most serious. Greg Myrie, NPR News, Tel Aviv.
0: A bass stolen from the legendary Beatle Paul McCartney has been found and returned to the British singer-songwriter. The instrument was stolen from a roadie's van in 1972 in London and later sold to a pub landlord. A journalist who helped in the search said the daughter-in-law of the deceased landlord came forward to give back the bass. McCartney's website said the musician is incredibly grateful to those who helped find it. Recapping stocks on Wall Street, the Dow was down 145 points at the close today. The Nasdaq fell 130. This is NPR News in Washington.
2: This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR.